welcome to a very lucky edition of Friday Night Drunken Trivia, the only radio show where the prize is you get drunk. Now, before we get started, we do have to remind you that everyone playing is 21 years of age or older, and that we all play on the honor system, which includes drinking whenever anyone gives an incorrect answer. Players promise not to use anything other than their brains to answer the questions. All questions are found or written by the Quizmaster and are not known to either player prior to the show. And remember, everybody, you two can play at home. Just pick your horse and drink when they do. Of course, if you pick your darling host, go directly to drums. Do not get fast go. Do not collect $200. And if you or someone you know would like to be on the air with us, Tell them to head over to facebook.com slash drunken trivia and drop us a line. And finally, of course, Friday Night Drunken Trivia assumes absolutely no responsibility for any mischief or mayhem resulting from the drunken stupor you will inevitably be in after the game is over. Happy Friday the 13th, Saucy One. Yeah, it is Friday the 13th, huh? Yes, it is. Hence the superstition and, of course, it's... Anybody couldn't tell, our theme tonight is superstitions, and uh, yeah, we're going to have a lot of fun. I, I'm even drinking something new. They always say you shouldn't try something new on Friday the 13th. I'm doing it anyway. Who says that? And uh, I don't know, everybody. Uh, you know, I've there's, never there's heard a lot that of, before. Well, there's a lot of Friday the 13th uh, superstitions, and like if you cut your hair on Friday the 13th, someone in your family will die. Supposedly. Fortunately, get, my daughter got her haircut yesterday. I don't think so. That would be a sweet deal. <laughs> that, that would be pretty sweet. Um, of course, if 13 people sit down to dinner together, one supposedly will die in the, the, within the year. Of course, that coming from the Last Supper, which I think is where a lot of the 13 comes from. Um, you know, some interesting people that have had 13 letters in their name. Of course, Jack the Ripper, Charles Manson, Jeffrey Dahmer, Ted Bundy, and uh, Albert DeSalvo. They all had 13 letters in their name. Right. I bet you I could find a bunch, just as many people who have 13 um, <laughs> letters in their name to totally kick ass. Uh, I'm sure you could, you know, because as our friend uh, David Hand would tell us, there's I no have real 13 reason letters in my name. So what are you trying to say? Do you really? Yeah, I just counted it up. First really? and last I, name, 13 okay. letters. Four in the first Well, yeah, but that's letters. not counting your middle. I think it's counting all of them. I don't know. Uh, anyway, um, we have some cool shows coming up, starting with, of course, this Sunday. Uh, we are doing the Open Forum Facebook show. And uh, why don't you tell everybody about that? Well, for all you guys um, that are sick of Facebook, sick of the rules on Facebook, or have had bad experiences on Facebook, or more importantly, the problem I have with Facebook is how it diminishes friendships and relationships. You know, um, we'll talk a lot more about this on Sunday, but I'll talk to somebody, I'll message them like a few times, or I'll call them a few times during the year. I won't hear from them. Finally, I'll send them an email a little bit irked at them and be like, hey, man, what's going on, dude? I've called you like six times in the last six months and emailed you like three times. What's going on? I haven't heard from you. And they'll be like, dude, I liked your cat picture last month. As yeah. if that's like some kind of community, like, oh, oh, we have a relationship. It would be like if 20 years ago I, we all lived in an apartment building or we are on a college or something, and I posted something on the bulletin board of a college, and like somebody wrote yeah. on a pen like, oh, I like this. 
And then they said, well, that's a friendship. I wrote I like this on the flyer you put up on the community bulletin board at the college. Mm-hmm. It's exactly the same thing. So this is stuff that's going to irk me. For anybody who listens Friday, I'm not sure what the Friday-Sunday crossover audience is. But for people who normally don't listen Sunday, you may want to listen Sunday because, one, it's not going to be the usual political um, kind of information or stuff that we talk about. And, two, we are going to have Megan May on the show, who many of you may remember from the news. She got fired from Caremark Theaters because she had put a comment up. Carmike, is that how you say it? Sorry. Carmike Theaters because she had put um, Mm -hmm. something on her Facebook saying the military shouldn't get military discounts. I guess she had to give them out of her work. And she was irked about it. And the hate and the visceral that this girl oh, yeah. has Absolutely to endure. On her, and she played it so Out of well. Proportion. But, yeah, we're going to be talking with her. I don't think she's even done an interview since this has happened. It's, so that should be pretty awesome. Um, we've got some other good shows coming on, up soon. I know we're going to be talking with Sam Polk from the Self-Proclaimed Wealth Attic. And he has started a charity mm-hmm. called Grocery Sips on our Sunday show. And we're also going to be um, talking with Marcus Evans next Sunday about his book, California. And we are doing a special birthday episode, uh, Saturday, what is it, July 5th? July 5th, right? because Friday's the 4th and nobody will be this around my the 4th. birthday. Your birthday, my patriotic little Yay. baby. <laughs> yes, so we are going to be, I'm going to be getting drunk two nights in a row, I guarantee it. Yeah, yeah, how can anybody call you a Bobby Pinko? You were literally born on the 4th of July. You know how much exactly. credibility that gives you right off the bat? But, yeah, we're going to be doing right? a live version of Friday Night Drunken <laughs> Trivia at Fern's house during Danielle's birthday party. She'll still be the quiz master. And speaking of Fern, our friend Fern will be playing us next Friday on Friday Night Drunken Trivia. Mm-hmm. And I think that's it. Let's Which get to the game because I know we need to cut the by 930. I, I'm really excited. Um, I know you got me into this show. Um, if, some, if anybody hasn't seen, uh, tonight we've got Dan Burns from uh, Space Riders Division Earth. Uh, you can go watch it on Hulu. If you grew up like me knowing that there are like 50 different types of Power Rangers and just kind of – I mean, it's kind of one of those things, you watch it, but you don't really admit to watching it to anybody. Um, what they've done is just so funny. And uh, Nick got me watching it, and, I, you know, I'd be like, oh, God, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm ready to go to sleep. And then he puts it on, and I think for the first, like, five or six episodes, I actually didn't watch it. I just laid there and listened to it. And it was so funny that finally he sort of put it on, and I was like, okay, i got to step and watch this. Because, you know, yeah. me, once I lay down in that dark room, that's it. Unless and the show catches my interest. And it, it's so funny. I've had a problem that's plagued me my whole life, which people mm-hmm. will think that maybe I'm a little or stuck up or uppity or something like that because I don't laugh out loud that often. I mean, it, I, something really has to strike me. And people know from the show, people have probably never heard me laugh. Yeah. And maybe they think, like, oh, is he, like, too that's stuck up and not get the humor? I just, I'm not somebody who laughs out loud. And this show actually made me laugh out loud. Like, the last thing that made mm-hmm. me laugh out loud was, like, David Cross stand-up. Like, I very, yeah. very seldomly do I laugh out loud. And that show actually had me cracking up. So I saw the show, and I was like, dude, I've got to get one of these guys on the show. This is hilarious. I mean, just for my own personal trip. 
to be like, I drank a beer with that guy to show. You know how when you really dig something, <laughs> you want to make a connection and be like, wow, this is a big deal. Absolutely. I drank a beer with this guy. Um, like, that's why. Oh, go ahead. I'm rambling. I'm rambling. No, you, you are rambling. It's we okay. need to get started. Uh, right? Dan, how are you this evening? Doing just great, guys. Can awesome, you okay? awesome. Yeah, okay, great. Yeah. I know you got, um, uh, what is it, an improv you're going to in an hour and a half? Uh, I was, I'm supposed to go to a rap battle show. A rap battle? Nice. Yeah. But you're not participating, are you participating in it? I'm actually, I'm participating next week, so I'm actually writing raps today, but I would probably go watch raps tonight. Are they Space Riders raps, or are they just down in the ghetto raps? Uh, no, we take on characters, so next week I'm going to be rapping as a tech support representative. Nice. Awesome. That's sweet. Is that going to make its way up to YouTube? Uh, hopefully. They used to film them all. There's some on these online still, but uh, they've been filming them less and less these days, but uh, I'll try my best. All right, so it doesn't matter Absolutely. how close you get tonight playing the game, then. Yeah, no, that's okay. I, I, I've got the dates mixed up. So, yeah, I can uh, I can go at this. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Right awesome. All right. All right, guys. Uh, I know, Saucy, you probably know the rules by now, but just so that everybody does, um, easy peasy, we will play till probably 21, or if we start to get close on time, we'll slack that off a little bit. Um, every question is multiple choice, although we are going to introduce our new speed round tonight, so we'll get to that a little later. Um, basically, uh, I'll ask the question. Whoever knows the answer first, buzz in with your name. If I hear both of you at the same time, I will try to alternate who I give first dibs to. And if you do buzz in before I'm finished reading either the questions or the answers, I will not continue until you've already given your answer. Um, of course... You get it wrong, you drink, you get it right, you get a point. Uh, you know, I, have a, I have a problem, too. I'm extremely yeah. competitive, so I definitely want to win. But also, part of me doesn't want to beat a space rider. So I'm really <laughs> conflicted no, about no, the whole no, process. I'm not asking you to pull any punches, but do I just say my name? Is that is that what I do? Yeah, yeah that's how we win. Just say your name. All right. You're breezy peasy. And if I can get the windows the right size, because everybody knows I'm on my dinky little laptop, and I, I really need to pull the second laptop out here. That would be Two a whole lot easier. Two laptops. Yeah, that would be That's right. Well, my soundboard is usually my tablet, and for some ungodly reason, uh, the Galaxy Tab is a horrible tablet for wanting to charge on its actual charger, so it's dead. Anyway. Okay. Getting down to business, uh, of course, everything is superstition-themed, uh, so we'll start out a little bit easy. Okay. All right, guys. According to superstition, why should you cover your mouth when sneezing? Is it so an evil, an evil spirit cannot enter your body? Dan. Dan, go ahead. I think it's A. I think it's that one. So an evil spirit that cannot it. That is incorrect. You can take a drink. <laughs> By the way, uh, if you're see, drinking Sassy, at home, you forgot to tell them to pick their horse if they're drinking at home. I, no, I did tell them to pick their horse. Absolutely. Oh, did you? Horse. Okay. You can pick, yes, you can pick Dan to drink with. If, if uh, he has to drink, you get to drink. You can pick Saucy. If he gets to drink, you get to drink. And if you pick me, you can drink whenever you darn well please. <laughs> 
Because <laughs> that's how we I know work. I got a lot of friends uh-huh. listening in, so hopefully they're picking me. But what? I don't know. I, I don't know if I'm going to take Dan. I might lose this one. I don't know. I always like um, I like my spot because I get to drink as much as I want. And of course, tonight. Oh, I almost forgot. I'm actually trying to imitate the drink that got me on the phone the very first time with coffee. And tonight I have done that with uh, some Tucker vodka and Purple Nas. So I'm up and I'm down at the same time. You hear that, guys? You are. You want to hook up. All it takes is um, Pucker and what's the secret elixir? Pucker and what? Nas. Nas. Actually, it was uh, Purple Slushy with vodka. And that's probably my absolute favorite was Purple Slushy with vodka. Fabulous together. Just, just trust me on this, everybody. Purple yeah. This show is informative on yeah. so many levels. Of course. Um, okay, let's see. Oh, that's right. i got to give uh, Sassy his shot at this question. Uh, I'll read it again for you, of course. According to superstition, why should you cover your mouth when sneezing? The remaining answers are to keep your soul from escaping so you don't get sick or so no one will steal your breath. Okay, I was going to say this before you even read the answers, but after last time, I think it was two weeks ago when we played Debacle, and me keep jumping the gun, I figure I'll wait, but it's B, so your soul doesn't escape. Uh, that is correct. It is supposed to be to keep your soul from escaping, and actually, the reason that we say, bless you, God bless you, give me tight, whatever, was supposed to be to prevent evil spirits from entering your body when you sneeze out your soul, supposedly. Which was, which was answered. So, yeah, there you go. That was the whole thing. Ah, uh, okay. Mm-hmm. See, somebody would say, bless you, you'd keep your mouth covered, and you were good. No evil spirits for you. <laughs> uh, moving on. Dan, are there, many evil, are there many evil spirits in outer space? Has the Space Riders fought any evil spirits yet? <laughs> no, but, I, well, I mean, I guess the Vicious Mist is kind of an evil spirit. But uh, but yeah. I should have known that because there's a Simpsons joke about that, right? Not that I, I know. Of. Is, yeah. Is there? Yeah. Yeah, there is. No, I, I think there is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Millhouse, I think Millhouse says that when Bart sneezes one time, Millhouse says, "Keep your soul from escaping" or whatever. Oh God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you guys gonna make new episodes? I hope season two, please. Yeah, we're finding out in the next couple of weeks whether we can make a second season. Right on. What's That'd that predicated on, if you don't mind me asking? What's that? What's that predicated on, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, there, there's, a, there's a fund in Canada that has yet to decide whether they're going to fund us for a second season. But if we don't get that, we can maybe get a private like um, TV channel or whatever to fund more. Kickstarter, right man. On. Well, I or hope it happens. Totally. Yeah. I mean, you could probably do a Kickstarter campaign. And, uh, I mean, really, Pop Farm on Facebook just got, like, $150,000 to make a board game. Surely you guys can get enough to make a second season. Really. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then we'll keep it in mind. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be awesome. Okay, guys. Uh, let's see. Moving on. Here we go. What does it mean when a bird pecks on your window? Is it someone in your home will soon die? A child will soon be born? Good fortune is headed your way? Or dishonesty resides in your home. What do you guys think? Give me those again, please. Is it someone in your home will soon die? 
a child will soon be born, good fortune is headed your way, or dishonesty resides in your home. Does it say what kind of bird? Next the bird. All right, so I, I was thinking crow, someone's going to die, blah, 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 that whole mythology. So uh, let me chime in here. Nick, are I'm going to take a guess. Are you buzzing? Okay. I'm buzzing. <laughs> um, I'm going to take a guess okay. here. I'm going to try to eliminate these. I feel like more superstitions are bad than good. And I equate, like, having a baby with a stork. I equate death with, like, a crow. Good luck. There's several different types of birds that are supposedly good luck. I feel like without knowing what a bird it is, then it would be, what was it, D, that um, liars are in that house or something? Dishonesty. Dishonesty. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm going to go with dishonesty. That is incorrect. Ah. Enjoy a drink. (laughs) Okay. All right. Dan, go ahead. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the standard guess. Someone in your house will die. That is correct. All right. If a bird pecks on your window, it is supposed to mean that someone in your home is soon going to die. And if you're the only one home, it's probably you. Um, if your nose itches, it means that a death is coming, b spring is coming. C, sickness is coming, or D, company is coming. Nick. Nick, go ahead. Uh, do all these have a death option? Is there a death, like, choice in all of these? Uh, I don't think so, no. Okay, I'm resourcing my grandmother's, um, all her old superstitions. Oh, I think it's company, if I'm remembering correctly. That is correct. It means company is coming. Uh Alternatively, it can also mean that you're going to be in an argument, which could be why my nose itches whenever you're around now. Maybe you get into an argument uh, if someone thinks you're picking your nose and it's disgusting. Right? That old Seinfeld episode where he's scratching yeah. his nose from the side? Exactly. We're such a product of the 90s. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. If you accidentally drop a dirty dish towel on the floor... Who is coming to see you? Uh, is it someone who will offer to wash the dishes? Is it a witch on her broomstick? Is it someone who is very dirty? Or that tall, dark stranger you dreamt of last night? Huh. Never even heard of this one, ever. <laughs> I'm Dan. Wow. Dan, go ahead. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to take a stab at... A, that someone is coming to do the dishes. <laughs> I wish. I would throw the dish towel on the floor daily if that were the case. Like the main right, character uh, shows up or something. Remember that guy? <laughs> right? All right, what a choice. Okay, Nick, we've got a witch on her broomstick, someone who is very dirty, or the tall, dark stranger you dreamt of last night. Okay, I don't feel like it's tall, dark stranger. I, it seems to me like dish rags are newer than when witches were actually thought to be around. Maybe I'm, I'm wrong about that. I don't know. I just feel like a dish rag is way more modern than someone actually believing in a witch. I'm going to say, um, what was the, what was C? Someone who's very dirty. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to say someone that's very dirty. I'm going with dirty guy. That is correct. Not necessarily a guy. But it is someone who's very dirty. Also, if you drop a knife, it means a man is coming. 
A spoon means it's a child, and a fork means an old woman is coming. Wow. Apparently, the young woman is already in the kitchen. What about a can um, opener? Do what? what? What about a can opener? What about a spork? Does that mean a transgender uh, person coming? That that could probably be, maybe that's why sports. We should start that one. Obama. Solid <laughs> 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 <Don't> conspiracy. <laughs> there you go. Um, okay, what does it mean when your left palm itches? Oh, Is Nick. it? Nick, go ahead. You are about to come into some money. Oh. That is correct. Huh? It means that money is either coming your way or will soon be lost. But yes, it's money. I was going to say stigmata, but... Um, yeah, Brutal. I think that's both. Okay. Yeah. You know, there you go. Now, what does it mean when the bottom of your feet itch? Is it get ready to run? You'll soon walk on new ground. You need new shoes, or your foot will soon be injured. Nick. Nick, go ahead. The logical choice seems new ground, and I think I've got a lead, so I'm just going to guess new ground. That is correct. Oh. Right on. Um, yeah, see? He's... That's all right. I think I'm going to get him with this one. Um, if you see an ambulance, it is said to be bad luck unless you raise your feet, or lay three times, or touch your toes, or pinch your nose. Damn. So you got raise your feet, blink, touch your toes, pinch your nose. Go ahead, Dan. I'm uh, I'm gonna say blink. <laughs> that is incorrect. Enjoy your drink. Uh, All right, Nick. That down. leaves you with raise your feet, touch your toes, or pinch your nose. Okay, raise your feet I know is over a train track, so we can eliminate that one. I feel like touching your toes while you're driving would be very unsafe, and they wouldn't make a superstition like that, or dumbasses would be wrecking their cars and suing whoever made that up. <laughs> well, so, it if you see an ambulance. It doesn't say how you see the ambulance. Yeah, most of the time you see an ambulance, you're in your car. True. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm going to say D, which was, um, uh, what is it, pinching your nose. Pinch your nose. Pinch your nose. Thank you, Mr. Logic Man. That is correct. Oh, that was my second guess. Right. <laughs> it's actually, you're supposed to pinch your nose or hold your breath until you see a dog. So if you live in a place, like in the city, that doesn't have any dogs, and you chose to hold your breath, you're really screwed. You're going to need that ambulance. Well, yeah, wait, really? Wait, wait. The, the city, cities have dogs. <laughs> well, I mean, not, well, where we live, well, we don't even live in a city. But, um, see, we were in Chicago. I didn't see a single dog. Really? Um, yeah. It, it was, but we weren't walking around, like, in the evening or early morning or anything like that. We were just, I don't know, maybe because we were mostly cabin. We were, we were out by the neighbor here. Well, in, 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 in Canada, dogs are technically allowed in cities. I know that. See, that, that's what know. it is then, because, oh, no, you know what? We did see a dog. It was a cute little chihuahua. Oh, that's he was walking it. See, there you go. <laughs> I forgot. <clears throat> How could I forget a cute little chihuahua? I love little, I like little tiny dogs and really giant dogs. Like, I could totally have a St. Bernard and a teacup chihuahua. And I would just be happy to all get out. But yes, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, um, let's see. So far, we have got Nick at six and Dan's at one. So at least you're on the board. Oh. 
Um, here we go. Why is it supposed to be good luck to cross your fingers when you hope for something? Is it A, making a cross to keep away evil spirits? B, showing your hands aren't free to meddle in your own fate? C, indicating a lie to show you're not expecting your own good luck? Or D, crossing a finger over the vein for, from your heart for support? I'm going to say B. Nick, Nick is going to say B. <laughs> okay, Nick Crossing is going to say finger. B. Yeah, that just sounds like very awesome. Cross your fingers so you don't meddle in your own fate. It's very fortune cookie wisdom. I like that. It, it is, but it's wrong. So I'm going to Okay, Dan, that leaves you with making a cross to keep away evil spirits, indicating a lie to show you're not expecting your own good luck, or crossing a finger over the vein from your heart for support? I believe it is making a cross. That is correct. Nice. Yep. Because you know, it's all about keeping away those evil spirits that are like supposed to be everywhere or something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, Dan. They're everywhere. If I yeah. win tonight, can I be in season two as the drunken ninja master of all trivia? You can battle me in a trivia match for the fate of your girlfriend? I think I can. Wait, are we going to Canada now? I'd do I can, it for that. I can drunkenly draw up a contract, and, uh, yeah, we can we can shake on that. Right on. There that you works. go. Yeah. <laughs> All righty. Um, why do we knock on wood for good luck? Is it, A, to make noise to frighten away demons, B, to make a connection to the earth, C, the more solid the wood sounds, the better your luck will be. Or D, to wake up the good spirits that live in trees. Ooh. Nick. Mm. Nick, I was going to say A, because so much superstition is predicated on driving off demons. But you know what? I think D, waking up good spirits. I just feel like knocking on wood is more happy than driving away evil. I think it's more inviting. I, I think it's D. I'm going with D. That is correct. Uh, it's supposed to wake up the good spirit that lives in the trees. Nice. Oh, anyway. There you go, man. Even if How should you... Okay. Huh? Okay, how should you look at a new moon for good luck? Is it A, in a mirror, B, through a pane of glass, C, over your right shoulder, or D, reflected against the screen at midnight. Ooh. Dan. Um, Dan, go ahead. I'm going to say reflected in a stream. It sounds like a good one, doesn't it? <laughs> but it's wrong. <laughs> oh, thank you, uh, man. Because that's what I was leaning for. <laughs> I was like, that's definitely See, sometimes, God. All right, Mr. Logic Man. Did you make that fourth choice up? No. I could. I say, no. That's brilliant if you did. I, yeah, very bold. It sounds like it's straight from, you know, the the witch's pagan, like, encyclopedia thing that I used to have. Um, let's see. Okay. In a mirror, through a pane of glass, or over your right shoulder. What do you think, Nick? In a mirror, through a pane of glass, or over your right shoulder. Once again, this is one of these things that I feel like predates 
mirrors and windows in a conventional sense. I'm going to say over your right shoulder. That's correct. Oh. Magic does it again. Yep, over your right shoulder. Why over your right shoulder? I don't even remember. I know I read it. It, just, it was like, oh, blah, whatever. Um, here's one that I'd never heard of before. When is it luckiest to cut your hair? Is it first thing in the morning, during a storm, on your birthday, or during a full moon? First thing in the morning, during a storm, on your birthday, Nick. or the full moon? Nick, go ahead. Okay, you only have a birthday once a year, so I feel like you would cut your hair more often than that for luck. Um, <laughs> full moon? Uh, I don't know. What was the other two? In the morning, First thing in the morning or during a storm? I'm going to say during a storm. Jeez, that's correct. Wow. I'm surprised you pulled that out. Um, yeah, your birthday, really, once a year, you're going to cut your hair. First thing in the morning, uh, I'm sorry, I need my coffee before anybody's going to cut my hair or I'm going to cut anybody else's. And actually, um, if you're going by the moon phases, it is supposed to be that on a full moon, if you cut your hair between the full moon and the, you know, sometime during the waxing moon when it's going away, then that actually makes your hair grow slower. But if you cut your hair from the new moon to full, then it's supposed to make your hair grow faster. You know, so one, one on thing I'm learning, the running, you know what the running theme of the show is to me? Being what? superstitious is exhausting. How can anybody keep track of all these freaking rules? I'm glad I'm not superstitious. <laughs> Sounds like a pain in the ass. Well, I mean, it's like that, and um, it's just like people who are OCD, like people who think that they have to turn the lights off so many times, or they're going to, you know, something bad's going to happen. It's the same thing. I mean, really? It's a cultural OCD. Indeed. Exactly. It really is. Uh, Let's see. So far, Dan is at two. So he's solid two. And Nick has got uh, nine. So, but isn't hopefully we'll get him with this. If you have the lead by seven, it's bad luck. Yeah. There you go. Isn't that how it works? Yeah. You unless, know it. Unless you're currently eating, like, banana bread right now, or, like, or you, like, have called your grandmother today or something, then, then you'll be okay. Yeah, right. Well, I'm covered, then. But I've done better. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, which way should you sleep facing for good luck? Is it north, south, east, or west? That's simple. So you got a one four chance. Okay, Nick. Nick, go ahead. Let me try to logic this out because this sounds like something there would definitely <laughs> be some kind of logistical reason for. Okay. Mm. I'm trying to think, like, which way would be against the wall to protect yourself from intruders. Like, for some reason, I have it in my head that you sleep with your back to the wall and your yeah, soul... And, and- and all intruders attack from the north, so. Okay, so I guess you <laughs> sleep facing the north. I'm going to take Dan's bait here. Maybe he's trying to get the middle <laughs> one after. I'm going to say north. You're sleep facing the north. That's interesting. Do it right. I can just keep my mouth shut. Okay, Dan, I'll leave you with south, east, or west. What do you think? Okay, my original guess was east to face the sunrise. Also wow. incorrect. Enjoy your that time. That was a good one, too, yeah. Uh, no, and I, I'm really not sure of the logic in that. I think it's because it faces, well, 
in the north northern hemisphere, I guess, would face the equator, uh, you're actually supposed to face south. But there is a contradicting superstition that says that you should never place your bed running from north to south. So you're supposed to face the south, but your bed's not supposed to be up and down like that. Yeah, you're supposed to sleep so, side your bed. I, I guess you're supposed to sleep on your side yeah. like every day of your life, which is not going to happen. Once again, no. being a superstition, well, exhausting. Right. Absolutely. Okay. Um, which one of these is not one of the traditional lucky things to pick up on the street? Is it a lump of coal, a pin, a glove, or a penny? Which one of P- these is not? Hmm? Is that a P-E-N or a P-I-N? Penny. Like P, the coin. What was, what was two? I thought you said pin for B. Oh, a pin, like a safety pin. A safety pin. So, not so which one is not lucky to pick up in the street? Dan. A lump of coal. Dan, go ahead. I'm going to say a pin. Don't do that. <laughs> oh, no. That is incorrect. Enjoy your drink. Uh, no, a pin is a lucky thing. I, I guess to keep your mind sharp, maybe? Okay. Mm. Okay. logic behind it. Nick, that leaves you with a lump of coal, a glove, or a penny. I feel like if Santa Claus is bringing you a lump of coal, then it can't be lucky. So it's got to be A, right? No, enjoy your drink. Uh, That is actually lucky because uh, coal comes from the earth and it gives energy. So because it's like like gas, you know, it's a fuel, so it's supposed to... Be like, I um, see where this is going. This is a superstition manufactured by the coal industry. I get it now. It's something. Um, oh, actually, it's a glove. You're not supposed to pick up a glove if you see it on the streets. Probably, probably for germs. Of, probably because of, well, yeah, germs is good, but also because it's like missing its partner or whatever. Yeah, because then you've only got one, and you just need one glove anyway, and then you've got Maybe a it was in your house that you'll never get rid of. What if it's Michael Jackson's yeah. glove that's sold on eBay for $20 billion? Yeah. Then you can sell it on eBay or possibly get some DNA samples. What if you're depending a, on what you believe? What if you're a chili amputee? Once again, See, thank you, you man. Yeah, you're solidifying my point. <laughs> thank you. Can we get a judgment on that? Absolutely. That answer's wrong. <laughs> well, you know what? That's the answer I've got. So leave it there. Uh, <laughs> unlike a mirror, which of course you know you get seven years of bad luck if you break one of those. There is something that it is good luck to break. Is it old dishes, picture frames, green glass, or clear glass? Nick. Nick, go ahead. Being a Greek, I know that it is good luck to break old dishes, whether or not that's the superstition you're talking about. But in the Greek culture, we break dishes and glasses at weddings and ceremonies like that. So I'm going to go with dishes. That is incorrect. Enjoy your drink. Yeah, I'll I'll say something in a minute. Uh, Dan, are we using picture frames, green glass, or clear glass? Green glass. (laughs) No, but you guys were both sort of on the right track. I know it's, you know, they break dishes. But actually, what they're breaking is clear glass. 
it's supposed to be good luck to break clear glass, something about, you know, you see, the, I don't know, something about what you see in it or whatever. But wow. Yeah, it's supposed to be good luck to break clear glass. How can I get That's something why about my own culture? Like a, a champagne glass or a wine glass or whatever at weddings, because it's clear. Yeah, that's, that's, mm. that's a bit embarrassing for you, Nick, though, that you didn't that know that. And not also that, I am being embarrassed in front of one of my TV heroes. This well, is totally bad. It's really changing my impression of you. Yeah, I know. I'm gonna well, have to you know, on top of it, I'm stumping you both. So <laughs> I'm all kinds of like, yeah. <laughs> I feel like if there's a season two, there's going to be a villain called the Dumbass, and it's going to be um, kind of characterized around me. And I'll be like, that guy seems familiar. But he won't even be a villain. He'll just be like a guy who's just so easily defeated he couldn't be a villain. Yeah. yeah. Like the janitor at a school who locks himself out of the building. Yeah. I'm like, that guy's got dark glasses and spiky hair. Where do I know that style from? Thanks, Dan. Well, yeah. I, uh, you'll be all right. It's okay. Oh, wait, I have some mini personal. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Uh, let's see. Where are we at in the... Oh, yeah, we're... What time is it? Mm, yeah, okay. I think Dan said he could stay a little bit later, right? You said you got the dates mixed up or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm okay to stay a little later. Okay, we don't have to... Oh, okay. Super Sonic Speed. All right, then we're cool. I don't even care where I'm at in the list. I do need to go grab another... Um, okay, what insect, excuse me, is it lucky to have land on you? Is it? Nick. Oh. Nick, go ahead. We have to know this. We've got about 10,000 of them in our basement. Ladybug. <laughs> yep. That is true. It is supposed to be lucky to have a ladybug land on you, even though you and not legally get an exterminator to get rid of the darn thing. I mean, and I have nothing against ladybugs. They're really cute. But when there's a huge swarm of, like you said, at least 10,000 of them that live in your house every fall, I don't really care anymore. It's oh. such a cute, cuddly infestation. What? How do I say it? Infestation. Infestation mm-hmm. we have in the basement. In- infantile. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they they won't get rid of them. There's no way to get rid of them. I mean, I've tried mint and citronella and citrus and you name it. I've Googled. I've tried absolutely everything. And the only thing I've gotten is going downstairs and not being able to breathe because I smell mothballs. Now, wait a second. Do you guys guys live in the same house? Yeah, we're husband and wife. So so is one of you upstairs and one of you downstairs right now? No, I'm in the kitchen and he's in the back bedroom. Okay, and you're afraid. So we're, we're, you're afraid to leave the room because there's too many ladybugs. Is that like you're afraid to be? No, um, no, I can't stand going downstairs because I well I couldn't for a while because I put um, I heard mothballs would keep them away. It doesn't. It just makes the downstairs smell like mothballs. We don't really use the downstairs, so it's not that no. that huge of a deal. But some, once in a while, we still so get twenty just, or thirty ladybugs. You just up seal here. it up with concrete. Yeah, break them could, in like an Albert Hitchcock you know, movie. Yeah. Right. But then they would be down there. Yeah. yeah, but then that's where we put the Christmas tree and, you know. Anyway, we're moving this summer. It's all good. Okay. Yeah, and let me tell you what. Uh, painting a room to look like Mario Land is not such an easy task. 
Mm. I have to say this, though. Dan that. knows more about our domestic life than most of our friends and family does. That <laughs> I'm getting so a very good. interesting picture. I like it. There you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're fun. Whoa. I just tried my new vodka. It's really good. Yeah, guys. Tucker vodka. Send me free stuff. I love you. You're my heroes now. Uh, let's see. Right. <laughs> we, yeah, we forgot to get a sponsor for this episode. I can't believe we didn't get a sponsor. We usually yeah, get a sponsor. I thought about calling up Bart Cookies, but he, he sent right. out cookies probably like five or six times for us. <laughs> but in terms, of, they really, hmm? in terms of superstition, who's the luckiest sponsor to have? Right? Hangover, helper, I, or whatever that was. Boy, Hangover Salvation. Oh, yeah. Hangover Salvation. Yeah, we got a... I think they sent out two cases of this stuff to the last person who, who uh, was, you know, we did a drawing for or whatever, because I think Nick beat whoever it was that was on. Okay. So, yeah, really, who, who needs that much? If you need that much hangover salvation, you're going out too much. I yeah. think Pickle okay. or Pat Sheehan needs that much. That much. <laughs> now, now, he's going to hate you on Facebook. No. Um, so we have got Nick at 10 and Dan at 2, and I'm, I'm doing good, keeping you guys stumped. I'm digging this. Um, here we go. If your clothing is caught up in a bush or briar while you are out walking, what are you likely to gain? Is it a good husband or wife, wealth, long life, or great wisdom? Yeah. Go ahead, Dan. Uh, Dan, go ahead. I hear, I, I'm going to guess wealth. Ding, ding, oh. ding, yes. You are said to gain wealth. Okay. I guess because it's green and... Although they say if you carry around um, a bay leaf in your wallet, your wallet will never be empty. It's supposed to draw money to itself. Because you'll have a bay leaf in it. Because you have a bay leaf in your wallet. Yeah, so it'll never be empty because you'll always have a bay leaf in it. Well, no, I mean, it's supposed to bring money to you. Yeah. I was right. Bay leaves, so cinnamon, and something else. Anyway. I can't remember. Yeah. Right. Anyway, what should you carry for lo- good luck and longevity? Is it a small mirror, a long piece of string, an acorn, or a bag of rose petals? Damn. Dan, go ahead. Is it an acorn? That is correct. All right. An yeah. acorn, of course, because it's a seed, it's a symbol of life and renewal and yada, yada, yada. really of, simple. Until a roving band of squirrels attacks you. That's it's right. That and then you're just screwed. Yep. You better hope they like walnuts. Um, well, I guess hope they don't like... Anyway... In the theater, <laughs> you caught that high. I was like, oh, wait. Here comes the vodka. Now. I love it. A little bit. Uh, in the theater, what are you supposed to tell someone before they go on stage? Nick. Is it good go luck? Okay. Nick, go ahead. Break a leg. That is correct. Telling them because good luck is apparent- actually bad luck. So you tell them to break a leg. Right. And, you know, um, I think that started when they were putting on performances in Macbeth because, like, every time someone would, you know, put on a a performance of it, someone would tell someone good luck, and then they would get, like, really badly hurt. 
So uh, I heard it was to be like that. I heard that. a different origin for that actually. Let us yeah. have it. Uh, it was that. Something something to do with rushing the stage when like a when a performance is really good people would rush the stage and it would break a leg of the stage. Ah, oh, I like that's that a one. Good, I like that one better. Yeah, yeah. Yours didn't make any sense, Daniel. Yeah. You're losing it. <laughs> well, Macbeth <laughs> is supposed to be the unluckiest show that has ever been put on. I mean, there are actually companies and troops that I've heard of that absolutely refuse to do Macbeth because they were afraid of it because you know they're like oh well you know every time somebody does it somebody gets hurt and what do you really, say Dan? a special uh, Macbeth episode of space riders is that uh, a future well i don't know but i don't know if you picked up the themes in the first season but it's pretty basically a retelling of Macbeth. Nice. we already mm-hmm. we already did it see there you go yeah that's right Especially with the uh, interdimensional, is it the interdimensional cat? Yeah, exactly. I like the cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the interdimensional portal cat. See, I was thinking about um, Taming of the Shrew, so I totally got a different interpretation out of that show. Oh, okay. Well, you can yeah. listen to the old English, I guess. That's all right. We'll watch it again. Okay, yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, that was Dan at four. Yay. All right. And Nick has 11. Nice. Two seconds to look at it there. Um, let's see how you guys do with this. An old sailor superstition states that it is bad luck to have this type of person on board. Is it a child, a sick person, a woman, or a foreigner? Nick. What do you guys think? Nick, go ahead. Hey, a foreigner, I mean, I feel like ships go from port to port, so what exactly would be a foreigner for a ship in the old seafaring days? I've scratched that. A sick person, I feel like people get sick on ships all the time. They get motion sickness. What are the other two, a child or a woman? Mm-hmm. I feel like it's bad luck to have a woman. I think women were kind of looked down on, especially by men of the sea back then. That is correct. Yes, they they were very much looked down on. Um, you know the whole patriarchal thing. I don't know. Maybe it was like they thought that the men were going to be distracted, or whatever. Or you know, because women have to wear so much more clothes than men. At least they did back in those days. You know, with the that probably has something to do with the um, term sea hag too. I'm sure. Oh yeah, that's true too. Probably. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Okay. No, it's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, have you ever seen, um, what was it, HR Puff and stuff? Uh, if you haven't seen that, you should definitely watch it. I've seen clips of it. There you go. For some reason, it just popped into my brain. I was like, you know what? Sea Hag, Space Riders, Space Hag. <laughs> there, so we're going to see go. some Sea Hags in season two, Dan? I'm going to see all of this stuff. Yeah. I'm just going to start sending these scripts. How's that sound? (laughs) (laughs) Full of C-Hags and dumb janitors. I don't know if you know what scripts are. These are not scripts so far. These are just just words. (laughs) (laughs) Well, whatever you're doing, it's working, man. I really dig the show. (laughs) Okay. Um... Okay, owls are said by some to be unlucky. So if you hear one hoot, you're supposed to do this 
to avoid bad luck? Is it sleep with one eye open, who's back, catch a mouse and offer it to the owl, or take off all your clothes and put them on inside out? Nick. Nick, go ahead. Oh, really? We're catching mice now and giving them to owls? That sounds ridiculous. <laughs> Putting your clothes on inside out. I, I, I'm trying to make the connection here. That sounds ridiculous, too. What was the other two? One eye open or hoot back? Mm-hmm. I'm going to say one eye open doesn't, I don't know, doesn't make a lot of sense. I'm going to say hoot back. Tell the owl you're a friend, maybe. Oh. That is incorrect. Enjoy your drink. Dan, that leaves you with sleeping with one eye open, catch a mouse and offer it to the owl, or take off all your clothes and put them on inside out. Uh, because it's very difficult to sleep with one eye open. I don't even know how you do that. Uh, I'm going to say put your clothes on inside out. That is correct. Okay. Yep, I don't know why. But if you hear an owl hoot, you're supposed to take off all your clothes and put them back on inside out. Although, you know, Nick, saying that you were supposed to catch a mouse and offer it to the owl, that would be a very pagan thing to do. Right, right. Very much. How, you, don't have the answer, you don't have the explanation to a lot of these like you usually do. What's going I on? know. I, I usually do. There were a lot of really weird ones. And I was like, oh, my God. And then I had to try and find the stuff for the lightning round, and that took forever ever in a day because it's something I'm not really familiar with um, yeah well I can't wait anyway. so Dan any owls in season 2? <laughs> <laughs> so we can't put everything from this trivia game <laughs> alright I had to give it a shot <laughs> how many beers have you had? <laughs> Hey, I'm just an idea machine. I'm just throwing them out there, seeing what sticks. You know, if I can contribute to the show, I can die a happy man. I can say words, too. And he, you know what, though, Nick? I can say words, too. Elephant. There you go. And then Skittles. Skittles, season two. But it has to have a That way, when we have friends over, I could be like, see that owl? I can do that. <laughs> I'm ashamed of self right. I gotta get it out there Oh my gosh Okay it's been a long week um, Okay uh, We've got Dan at 5 And Nick at 12 And now we go on To more animals um, A lot of superstitions have to do with animals Like a, a lot Anyway um, People used to put stone cats on the walls of their houses to keep the stone, plague out. Stone what? I'm sorry, stone what? Stone cats. Like cat, now, like cats. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Kitty cats. Um, what did they wear around their necks in a walnut shell to repel the plague if they had to go out? Was it a bird, a chicken's egg, a spider, or a cat's tail? Uh. What did they wear around their necks in a walnut shell to keep the plague away. What was A? It was a bird, a chicken's egg, a spider, or a cat's tail. Dan. Go ahead, Dan. Dan, go ahead. Uh, I am going to say a spider. Mm -hmm. All right. 
And do we know why on this one, or are you just kind of well, half-assing it through the game, Daniel? Well, no, I, uh, I guess I, think I guess Daniel. I guess sheerly on size. <laughs> I was like, none well, of those things fit in a, in a walnut shell, right. except for a spider. Well, and you figure um, spiders build a web, and you know they have like dream catchers that is, it looks kind of like a web to keep bad dreams out. So therefore, in the same way, a tiny web could maybe keep germs away. I mean, that was before anybody knew what germs actually were. They thought, oh, somebody put a curse on you and you got, you know, a cold. So some of the stuff just, uh, really, yeah. Um, more animal stuff. Swans have been thought to hold the souls of those who passed on. Therefore, it's very unlucky to kill one. Now, However, yes? Crow. <laughs> really? Are you laughing because I'm a dumbass or did I get it right? I'm laughing because that's way off. Okay, <laughs> so Dan, this one's all yours. Um, however, for a faithful husband, women were told to do this. Oh, yeah. Is yeah. it A, bake a cake for the swan, B, sew its feathers into a pillow, C, keep them as pets, or D, feed them on their wedding day. What do you think, Dan? Uh, I'm going to say feathers into a pillow. That is correct. All right. Which could very well be why we now have, you know, down feather pillows. But my first, mm-hmm. my first guess was crow. So. <laughs> Great minds think alike. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm on my fourth well, year, I'm, so I'm starting to get a little bit ahead of myself here. Oh, is that all? Okay. Okay. We're, we're going to move away from animals for a second here. Uh, three of these superstitions about brooms, or yeah, three of these are superstitions about brooms, but one of them is not. Okay. A, if you stand a broom in a corner, it will bring a stranger to visit. B, if you drop a broom, hold your nose and jump over it three times or you'll be poor. C, never take a broom when you move or you'll take the bad luck from your previous home with you. Or D, if someone's sweeping the floor and sweeps over your feet, you'll never, excuse me, get married. Nick. Go ahead, Dan. Loser gets first priority. <laughs> first of behind, not loser, but you know what I mean. Actually, Dan started the buzzing first, so, you know. Okay. Go ahead, Dan. Um, I believe it's the uh, if you drop a broom, hold your nose, and jump over it three times. That is correct. That is not a superstition. Too, too complicated. The rest, the rest uh, yeah, we right? yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, sometimes they're complicated, but yeah, the, the rest are very much. The only one that I hadn't previously heard of was standing a broom in the corner. Um, okay. But I have heard if a broom falls, it means somebody's coming. I Can I take a big guess here? It seems like the mm-hmm. more Dan drinks, the sharper he gets, and the more <laughs> I drink, the dumber I get. You must write all these episodes while you're drunk, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah, I, <laughs> there figured you go. I figured out the formula. I have like because, an hour. Wow. I have like an hour of variety a day, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I have seen that they've done studies on it, and they have proven that in order to be more alert caffeine works. However, in order to be more creative, 
alcohol works. Well, there you oh, go. We got an endorsement for alcohol. You hear that, kids? That's why the best writers are also drunks. <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I now, me, I, I can't. I can't function creatively when, no, I can, but I can't, I can't make stuff when I'm drunk, but I get the idea of when I'm drunk. And then I have to wait till I'm not drunk anymore to make the stuff. Yeah, you have to wait until I'm not cool finger. Well. Yeah, no power tools when I'm drunk. I don't have in this house, but one is no drunken power tools. Oh, man. And I was going to go build stuff. Although you did have an awesome hanging shelf thing today for the flea market, so that's, yeah. that was great. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I did that yesterday. Yesterday, right. With with drunken yeah. power tools, you can get rid of a lot of ladybugs. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah. I should because just give her a bottle right, of vodka, a power drill, and lock her in the basement. <laughs> yeah, that would be fun. Um, that's right, ladies. Power tools are for girls, too. They're fun. Um... I built stuff. I had so much fun. That's what I actually asked for for Mother's Day, and I'm so thrilled that that's exactly what I got. So, anyway, uh, let's see. We've got Dan with eight points, and Saucy with 12. Whoa. So, are you... Hmm? This proves that no matter how bad the battle's going, the good guy always wins in the end. Well, it hasn't finished yet. I know, but I just I feel my IQ dropping with every sip I take now. <laughs> well, and who's supposed to be the bad guy or the good guy? Really? Are we not all neutral here? It's like my um, favorite line from The Simpsons, where uh, Marge wanted Homer to take a class, and he was like, "Every time I learn something new, I forget something I already knew." Like that time I took that wine tasting yeah. class and forgot how to drive, and Marge was like, "You were drunk, <laughs> Homer." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I feel like that sometimes, which kind of worries me because uh, I'm starting my I'm starting another algebra class on Monday. And I'm like, okay, am I going to forget what was just in my last algebra class? Hate math makes no sense to me. Oh, math, I'm learning just how much algebra sucks and algebra why in high school I failed it the first time. I was like, okay, that's why. <laughs> now it makes sense. Yeah, I'm too busy in choir and theater and, you know, all the fun stuff, debate. I am getting, um, I'm getting so many clues about your guys' lives right now. <laughs> I know. Dan's going to start stalking us. No, I just You're going to end up in the American tabloids. You're just free. Like, it's just like I get such a funny picture. You built a shelf <laughs> before the flea market. You've got algebra class on. Uh, yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, I've got my... I, Maybe we're giving out yeah, too yeah, much we're... information. This is actually starting to get a little creepy. <laughs> well, I'm just, I'm just repeating yeah, what we're, we're just a little different. We've got a room just dedicated just to comic books. Uh, yeah. I love you know, anything to here. Hot blue. Am I really talking to Orson Ooze? Is that what's happening? <laughs> I, I, I feel like something sinister is going on behind the scenes here. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, I'm just... Um, I'm teasing. Yeah, we're just fun. Anyway, uh, let's see. Where are we at? Uh, Dan's got eight. Nick's got 12. Nice. And I'm still... we're almost ready for for the not-so-speedy speed round. All right. Uh, but before that, if you ever want to see a friend again, 
you should never say goodbye to them. How? Is it when a bat flies overhead, when you're both angry, while on a bridge, or yeah. during an eclipse? Nick, go ahead. Oh, wait. It was oh, me. Oh, sorry. I'm like, what? Okay. See you when you're both angry. That would make sense, but it's wrong. Okay, Nick. Uh, when a bat flies overhead while on a bridge or during an eclipse. Okay. I don't feel like a bat flying overhead or an eclipse happens enough. I mean, how many times do you say goodbye to a friend and there's a bunch of bats flying around? Or during an eclipse. It doesn't seem like it happens enough to be a superstition. So I'm going to say on a bridge. Hmm. Oh. True, but how many times are you on a bridge when you say goodbye to a friend? When I'm jumping off. Like, I'm, I mean, right. That that would work, wouldn't it? That would definitely yeah, exactly. work. That's not um, so at the end of that round, we have got Nick with... 13. Unlucky 13. 13. On Friday the 13th. <laughs> Uh-oh. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, and we've got Dan with 8, uh, right. which is a nice even number. And because we've never done it before, and, yeah, we're, we're going to have fun with this. And where is my button? And we're always trying to evolve the show and keep it fresh. So we're, we're trying new yep. things. Oh, cool. New feature. Yes, you are You are going to be the first person to play this new feature. Great. Yes. This is our new lightning round that doesn't have to be fast this week. It's called the Mustache Round. And I'm going to give you the name of a movie, and you need to say whether or not, whoever buzzes in first gets to say whether or not they think the this week's actor had a mustache or did not have a mustache in said movie or show. Okay. Who's the actor? This week we have Burt Reynolds. Nice. Yes, the incomparable Burt Reynolds. I love Burt Reynolds' mustache. (laughs) Well, he doesn't always have a mustache. So, um, Burt Reynolds, tell me if he had a mustache or not a mustache. First movie is Not Another, Not Another Movie. Dan. Dan, go ahead. He did not have a mustache. Incorrect. Enjoy your drink. <laughs> uh, and of course, because it's a yes or no, then or whatever, then the other person can guess. Uh, the movie is Deliverance. Nick. Nick, go ahead. Not mustached. That is correct. Uh, my name is Earl. Dan. Dan, go ahead. Mustache. That is correct. Uh, Navajo Joe. Nick? Mm-hmm. Uh, mustached? That is incorrect in your drink. If I get it wrong, does that mean Dan automatically gets the point, or there is no point? No, there's no point. That wouldn't be fun. I mean, that wouldn't be fair. Whatever. Um, the movie is A Broken Bridges. Dan. No mustache. No mustache. That is incorrect. Enjoy your drink. The movie is Endgame. I've never heard of that one either. Dan. <laughs> Dan, go ahead. Mustache. That is correct. <laughs> uh, Gunsmoke. 
Dan. Nick. Dan, go ahead. Mustache. That is incorrect. Oh, no. The movie is Cannonball Run. Nick. Dan. Nick, go ahead. Definitely mustached. That is correct. The movie is Striptease. Dan. Dan, go ahead. Mustached. That is incorrect. What? Shows how much you actually watched the movie. Uh. Mustache on him. Not other people. No. <laughs> uh, the movie is Sunset Gun. Nick? Nick, go ahead. Not mustached? That is correct. Nice. Uh, the movie is Gator. Dan. Dan, go ahead. Mustache. That is correct. And finally, the movie is The Longest Yard. Nick? Yeah. Nick, go ahead. Mustached. That is incorrect. Whoa. He did have a mustache for the first five, ten minutes of the movie, but for the rest of the movie, which is the majority of it, he did not have a mustache. Well, 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 well. I call foul here. You didn't say the majority of. You said mustached or not mustached. He was technically mustached in that movie. You didn't specify which was he most. Technically, both mm-hmm. answers are correct. That's right, Dan. That's Thank true. you. The space riders are good people. If you can't trust the space riders, <laughs> yeah, that is true. I concede. I want. That, I that think is... Ian Dan should both get a point for that. <laughs> because even in his non-answering, he was right because he got the default answer. Okay, so you, that question just didn't count because you both got it uh, the right. Whatever. Well, you want to see the um, glass half empty? I think both of us getting a point is half full. Or it's just the same because (laughs) we both got the same. It's not the same. We got something. We both got the You guys are fighting. Don't fight. (laughs) (laughs) We're the baby. We debate a lot. We're like an old Jewish couple. We debate a lot. (laughs) Oh, boy. Yeah. No. Uh, (laughs) Okay. The end of that round brings us to. Nick has 17, and Dan has 12. So we're, we're getting close here. I have to say I have enough alcohol in me where I finally feel good about beating Dan in this game. I no longer <laughs> have to hang up about beating my space idol. I can take we you all, down now. We all, we all get not that point. We all get that point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, well, for this round, I've got to have an extra window. So we actually will have no sound effects. I have to apologize. Um, and we are going to change it up again just a little bit. There's still multiple choice. But instead of just the superstitions and whatever, we are going to focus on people who are lucky or unlucky. Okay, cool. Awesome. Okay. Oh, a little different turn from the just the plain superstition because I was getting kind of bored. Ah, uh, okay. I was in bored. I thought it was awesome. Now ah, well, we're good. In December of 1733, Edward and Eliza Seward were shipwrecked. Luckily, they landed on Old Providence Island because they found buried treasure there. Whose treasure did they find? Nick. Was it? Nick, go ahead. 
Blackbeard. That is incorrect. Enjoy your drink. Oh, I, I always wanted to say um, that. <laughs> you always wanted to that say Blackbeard. I did that. I said it was such authority too because if I got it right, it would sound <laughs> so smart. They're like, damn, how did that guy know that? I always answer with confidence, even when I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. just the only thing yeah. I could think of. That's how Ken Jennings won all those Jeopardy games. <laughs> yeah, that's how. Right? Sheer so, confidence. Absolutely. Uh, let's see, the remaining answers, Dan, are Sir Henry Morgan, Captain Kidd, or Major Steve Bonet. Uh, can I hear the options one more time? Do what? Can I hear the options one more time? Yes. Sir Henry Morgan, Captain Kidd, or Major Steve Bonet. Oh, because Black... It was 1733, Old Providence Island. Sorry? Uh, yeah, okay, I'm going to go with Sir Henry Morgan. That is correct. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Answer with... Uh, Yup. Um, the treasure included gold chains, 200,000 gold doubloons, cases of gold leaf, and numerous other gold items. Dan, let me ask you a personal question since you know so much about our life. Are you sitting there right now with the shape-shifting chair and portal cap? Or is this just some fantasy (laughs) I've built in my brain? No, everything you're picturing is true. Ah, (laughs) and it was all worth it. (laughs) There you go. Absolutely. I'm going to sleep there tonight. It's me on the shape-shifting chair, portal cat, and like 10,000 ladybugs. Nice. And where's Moon Monster? <laughs> is he in the closet? Moon Monster is running afraid away from the ladybugs. He's he's just like he's he's grossed out. He doesn't know what to do. I gotta tell you, man, that girl that plays Orson Ooze, that chick is so on time and funny. She is perfect. She's a genius. Yeah. She is a diamond. Mm-hmm. I gotta tell you, man, she is great in that show. Yeah, yeah. She you'll you'll be seeing more of her for sure. Are they, is oh, yeah. everybody from the show? Like, were you guys all friends when you started this, or did you have to cast the like casting calls? How did this whole thing work out? Um, a lot of them are friends. Uh, some of the some of the roles that are like different ages than us, we would um, we did a little like casting call, but uh, but some of the parts, like the part for Kayla was like Orson Ewes was written for her. Like we knew she would be doing it and stuff. So um, yeah, it was. Uh, it's uh, we had we had the cast in mind a lot largely. And are these all the acting community, or are these friends that you just knew would have talent and translate well to the screen? Oh yeah, no, we, we I've seen their talents many times. Gotcha, um, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm going in interviewer mode here. No, that's it's a okay. Position. So it's not just you guys sitting around, you know, doing what we do and just messing around. It's you guys actually, you know, have a purpose in mind when you do what you do. That, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not just like a, it's not just a documentary of our lives. Wait, you're saying this, that you're not really the silver space rider? Well, that's, that's to be decided. I, I, you're not trying to make a grown man cry on the radio, are you? <laughs> First you rejected my owls and sea hag idea, now you're telling me you're not the silver space rider? Danielle, you laughed like that's happened before. Has that happened before? Uh, no, but I, I could definitely laugh at it. It would be funny. Uh, um, have you ever, <laughs> ever cried from losing trivia? 
Uh, no, he, he has been kind of like, dang, I just got wasted by, you know, so-and-so. And I'm like, well, yeah. It, like, um, most it's recently, Mary Kate. Hmm? It's hardly ever close. I either annihilate the person I'm playing or they totally annihilate. Only like maybe twice has it been neck and neck. Usually I either yeah. get annihilated or I annihilate the other person. Yeah. Well, I, I'm not behind by I'm not behind by too much, but I'm still definitely behind. Yeah, this isn't an annihilation. What were you saying, sweetheart? No. Not no, you, I was going to say most oh. recently was probably the Mary Kate episode. Um, she, I mean, she killed, wasn't it, right? Yeah, she killed you, didn't she? Yeah, it was pretty bad. It was about, about 10, 12 point margin. But I don't know anything yeah. about Jim Henson, so, you know. Yeah, it was all Jim Henson and Muppets, because and, that's like her thing. And, uh, which, I mean, it was fun. We didn't care. I'm like, dude, if she's from King of the Nerds. Of course she's going to want a nerdy topic. Hello. So now she's I don't mind getting beat by a King of the Nerd. Just like I wouldn't mind getting yeah. beat by Dan. These are badges of honor huh. for me. <laughs> there you go. Whatever makes you happy. Um, yeah. So, uh, we've got Dan at 13, Nick at 17, and... Many passengers are considered unlucky. A captain should think twice before allowing fins, women, or redheads on board. Clergymen are also said to be bad news. Why? Is it the presence of a Christian minister is an affront to Neptune, the god of the sea? Or clergymen are all descendants of Jonah, the original bad luck passenger? Or... Men of the cloth tend to put the kibosh on the gambling, swearing, and drinking that makes ocean travel tolerable. That would or be a bummer. because priests attract the souls of the drowned. Nick. Nick, go ahead. The most attractive and seductive answer to me is D. So I'm just going to go on pure gut and say they attract the souls of the drowned. Woo. That is incorrect. Enjoy your drink. See, I've thrown logic out the window now that I'm buzzed. <laughs> I need to, like, do some laps or jumping jacks or something and get back in the game. Um, okay, Dan, that leaves you with the presence yeah. of a Christian minister is an affront to Neptune, or clergymen are all descendants of Jonah, or because they won't let anybody have any fun. Um, I'm going to say descendants of Jonah. That is correct. Ding, ding, ding. Okay. There we go. Yes, uh, of course, Jonah, the biblical prophet who tried to flee by sailing to Iberia and a storm overtook the vessel. The sailors were forced to throw him overboard. Now Jonah becomes or comes to mean any bad luck passenger or freeman. Anyone suspected of being a Jonah is put ashore at the first port of call if they're lucky. If they're not so lucky, they would get thrown over. Yeah. Yeah. some types of animals were considered to be good luck to seafarers. Which of these animals is not traditionally lucky to have on or near a ship? Nick. Nick, go ahead. Damn it, I'm doing it again, aren't I? <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm going to say an albatross. That is incorrect. Enjoy your drink. I know. I just like saying uh, The four choices, Dan, because <laughs> he didn't even get close, are cat. Dolphins, penguins, or rats? I am going to say... Dolphins, penguins, rats. I'm going to say rats. Rats. 
That is incorrect. There's always rats on a ship. So, no, they're not unlucky. Uh, it's actually penguins. Um, dolphins swimming near a ship is considered good luck, and under no circumstances are they supposed to be hurt. Um, a cat on board, especially a black one, brings luck. And, you know, all ships are plagued with rats, so, and they'll desert a doomed vessel. So it's, re it's bad luck when all the, the rats are gone. But penguins, nobody cares. Um, on the same topic, what animal is so unlucky that sailors will not even speak its name while on board? So they won't even wow. say the word. Is it cats, snakes, elephants, or pigs? This is such a good question. Dan, go ahead. I need, I need to make a big move here. I'm going to say snakes. That is incorrect. Enjoy your drink. Dan, you're thinking um, of snakes on a plane. You're mixed up. <laughs> Not snakes on right? a ship. Yeah, the, the category is uh, early 2000s Samuel Jackson movies, right? Exactly. Not today. Tango <laughs> hat or non-tango hat? Okay, Nick. Uh, what do you think? Cats, elephants, or pigs? Okay, you just said cats for good luck, so we can totally negate that. I feel like elephants because they're huge and they would sink a ship. So I'm going to say elephants. That is also incorrect. Enjoy your drink. Uh, the correct answer is pigs. According to legend, pigs can see the wind. Therefore, speaking of the animal can cause the wind to blow unfavorably. Um, of course, other yeah. animal superstitions, huh? I said, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Right. Uh, other animal superstitions include never killing an albatross or a gull because they contain the souls of dead sailors. So, you, you, you know, you were... Whatever. And, of course, sharks following the vessel is an ill omen, especially for anybody who falls off. I associate uh, albatross with the sea, like the rhyme of the ancient mariner and all that. Uh -huh. That's why I said it. And albatross is well, funny. Albatross. I mean, they live near the sea. It's like apple um, A sailor. Yeah. A sailor with no tattoos is a new sailor indeed. But tattoos are not mere decorations. They have meaning. For instance, what is the significance of the anchor many seamen wear on their arms? Oh, my God, this is a great question. <laughs> is it, it will give them the strength of steel in any fist fight? It prevents them from drifting away should they fall overboard. It ensures they will always have a berth on a ship somewhere. Or it prevents them from ever getting married. Nick. Nick, go ahead. I am totally saying this because of Popeye, because I feel like Popeye always had an anchor on the fist he was punching Bluto in the head with. So I am going to say, A, it gives you strength to win a fight. That is incorrect. Enjoy your drink. Oh. Uh, but I see your logic. Okay, Dan, it prevents them from drifting away if they fall overboard. It ensures they always have a berth on a ship somewhere, or it prevents them from getting married. Hmm. I'm going to say, ugh, I don't like it, but I'm going to say B prevents them from floating away. That is correct. Oh. Mm-hmm. 
Right. In the days of sailing ships, of course, falling overboard could mean that even if your shipmates saw you. Tattoos hold fast on one's knuckles, prevented a sailor from falling from a loft. And in the days when whipping was still practiced in the Navy, sailors would have large tattoos of Jesus or the Virgin Mary linked across their back in hope that this would prevent the Punisher from whipping them too hard. Wow. That is smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I pulled out the good ones. I should have pulled these That's out. That's kind of like that whole you wouldn't hit a guy with glasses things. Yeah. Right. But people would. You wouldn't whip a guy with a Virgin Mary tattooed on his back, would you? <laughs> <laughs> that, is oh, yeah. uh, that old Woody Allen. Um, <laughs> yeah, those seafarers, let me tell you. Mm-hmm. And, of course, like sailors, actors also have many superstitions. Both of them would never perform this action. Is it... Spitting, whistling, smoking, or wearing green. Nick. Nick, go ahead. Okay, I'm getting desperate because I'm feeling the heat coming down. I know whistling near a graveyard is bad luck, so I'm going to say whistling. That is correct. Whistling on deck, it is believed, can raise unfavorable winds, and if a sailor should whistle by mistake, he must spit into the wind. So he basically has to spit on himself. Smart. Right? What must a sailor never do when he is eating? Is it cross his knife and fork on his plate, throw the leftovers into the sea, eat every scrap of food he serves, or allow the crystal to ring like sound? Ding, ding. What do you guys think? Nick. Nick, go ahead. Okay, I don't feel like there's going to be a whole lot of fine china on some, like, seafaring barge. Um, what was that? You finished so into the sea? Fin- I, I, those don't seem like... Leftovers in the sea, cross his knife and fork, eat every scrap of food, or allow his crystal to ring. Yeah, the B and C doesn't seem very superstitious. I'm going to say A, cross your knife and fork. That is incorrect. Enjoy your drink. Oh, Okay, Dan, what do you think? Throw leftovers into the sea, eat every scrap of food, or allow the crystal to ring? Um, I'm tempted by D, but I'm going to say B, uh, throw your, you should not throw your leftovers into the sea. Well, if it's rare steak, probably not, but that's incorrect. Enjoy your drink. Oh. It is actually allow the crystal to ring. Unintentional bells on board is an omen of death. If the crystal rings and no one stops it, then a sailor will drown somewhere in the world. Probably originated in the officer's mess, since common swabbies don't usually drink out of crystal glass. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Did you say somewhere in the world? Not on that particular mm-hmm. ship, but somewhere in the world? Right. Right. Well, what kind somewhere of boat in the world. Could be on their ship? is that? You could can be... never prove that. How could you ever quantify the results? You don't have to prove it. It's no. a, you know, it's superstition. You're like, oh, Lame. it's a bell. Lame, that's lame. It's an unintentional bell. It's supposed to be that's an omen of bad luck. Mm-hmm. I'm not impressed with that one. Yeah, there. <laughs> uh, what should be <laughs> what should be poured across the deck before each voyage? Is it fresh water, not salt water, but fresh water, wine, a drop of the captain's blood, 
or the crew should urinate on the deck. Nick? Nick, go ahead. Blood doesn't make any sense. It seems like that would be a lot for as many trips they make out. Wine, I don't feel like they would be wasting it. I can't imagine a bunch of sailors all peeing all over the place. I'm going to say fresh water. Maybe they bring a little bottle of fresh water and pour it on the deck. Correct. Enjoy your drink. God, I'm sucking. Okay. <laughs> all right, Dan. Wine, or pee? I'm going to say wine. That is correct. Yeah, what comes to Back mind? Back in the plate. Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, I was thinking about smashing a bottle of wine on the on the front of the ship to break it mm-hmm. in. I sort of was like, well, I'll just take that wine, pour it on the deck, and you're good. Dan's definitely well, getting sharper, it, and I'm definitely getting dumber throughout this game. <laughs> it is along the same lines. Back in the pagan days, it was wise to appease the water spirits with an offering of wine, and it is through that practice that we get the tradition of breaking a bottle of champagne or wine on the whole. Mm-hmm. Definitely on the right track. And last one in this round. Most of the above superstitions have fallen into disuse. However, there is still one tradition practiced worldwide. What must a sailor do in order to to earn the title shellback? Is it that he must sail around Cape Horn and the Cape of Good Hope? Cross the equator on a ship, sail in all of the major oceans, or pass through both the Suez and Panama canals. Dan. Dan, go ahead. I'm going to say Cape Horn. That is incorrect. Enjoy your drink. All right. Uh, Nick, that leaves you with cross the equator on a ship sail in all the major oceans, or pass through the Suez and Panama canals. Uh, Nick, you've got to hit the button on your microphone. Sorry. I feel like this is kind of like a Boy Scout <laughs> thing. Like, how do you get that badge? I told you, man. I'm on beer number five, <laughs> six. Um, okay. Let me say all the seas. You must sail the seven seas to get that badge of honor. That is incorrect. Enjoy your drink. Oh. It is actually crossing the equator. Hazing the sailors who are crossing the equator for the first time is a grand old naval tradition. It's certainly not an excuse for everyone to get drunk. Yeah. Um, and of course, That's actually you know, the only reason else. I'm getting drunk tonight, for all the souls who crossed <laughs> the equator. Right. Uh, and, of course, everybody knows the old, super, the old <clears throat> saying, red sky at night, sailors delight. Red sky at morning, sailors take warning. Yeah, yeah I don't think anybody knows okay. that. I've never heard that. I've heard that. I've heard that. Really? Seriously, Nick? You don't know that one? Well, he's a space writer. Yeah, I've of course, that. you've heard it. You know the secret well, of the I universe. Heard it. Um... And you've got that big silver brain. Yeah. I don't even know why I'm playing <laughs> you. Well, it's extra disappointing that I'm still behind if I have a silver brain. Are you behind? Um, well... At the end of that round, we have Nick at 13, no, 18, sorry, and it's, it's written down. I just was looking at it wrong. Uh, Nick has 18, and Dan has 16. So, so Dan, let me ask you, at what point in this game did you morph into your silver brain? Because <laughs> you are almost kicking my ass now. 
It was uh, it was right around the Blackbeard time. I, I believe yeah. that's true. Yeah. So you're definitely kicking <laughs> in the high gear. Though. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's what it is. That's what it is right there. Okay, uh, we are moving on to warding off bad luck. All of these things have to do with warding off the bad luck. And, of course, you know, if you spill salt, you're supposed to throw it over your shoulder, yada, yada, yada. Everybody knows that. I'll Give me one second. Thing. I'm morphing into the purple mm-hmm. space rider. Oh. That way I have an edge. <laughs> All right, I'm right. good Another with a purple one. Huh? It should be instantaneous. Uh, you're right. I can't find my cell phone. <laughs> this is inconvenient. Where are the pockets on this thing? Mm-hmm. That's right. Whoa, I hit the bottom of my drink. That was horrible. Um, okay. One of the most well-known superstitions is that breaking a mirror brings you seven years of bad luck. However, you can reverse it. How? You wash broken pieces in a south-running river. You hide the pieces in an east-facing cupboard. You glue the mirror or you throw the mirror into the northern side of the lake. Nick. Nick, go ahead. I'm torn between B&D because so much of superstition, especially old-timey superstition, always deals with, like, directions or hiding something. Because, you know, you're trying to hide from the bad luck or whatever. I'm going to go with my first gut instinct and say, B, you hide the pieces in the mirror. That is incorrect. Enjoy your drink. Oh. oh. <laughs> okay, Dan, that leaves you with washing the broken pieces in a south-running river, gluing the mirror, or throwing the mirror into the northern side of the lake. I'm going to say washing the pieces. That is correct. All right. Washing the broken pieces of the mirror in a south-running river is said to wash away the bad luck. Alternatively, you can also bury the pieces in the earth, but you should definitely take it out of the house and not gaze into it. Whatever you do, don't look at it. So, so what they're saying is to wash broken glass with your eyes closed. <laughs> Pretty much. Okay. Smart. Don't look at the broken glass. Wash it, you yeah. know, with your bare hands. No wonder the yeah. um, average um, life expectancy back there was 32 or something. Yeah, so many, <laughs> yeah. so many small cuts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're yeah. always doing something stupid. Mm-hmm. There's no space riders back in. Save them. Season two. Yeah, see, that's... Indeed. Are you guys going back? <laughs> Will there be any time travel in season two? I think that's well, a legitimate question. Who knows? Oh, I, I can't pry anything out of them. Awesome. I'm trying to get some spoilers here. <laughs> no. <laughs> no spoilers! I mean, for goodness sake. Anyway, if you believe that a black cat crossing your path will bring bad luck, what are you supposed to do when one does? Are you supposed to count seven backwards, kick it, take 12 steps back, or count to 100 while sitting down? Nick. Dan. Uh, Dan, go ahead. Count seven backwards. That is incorrect. Enjoy your drink. Oh, that's what I was going to say. All right. <laughs> okay, Nick, that leaves you with kick it, take 10 steps back, or count to 100 while sitting. 
I don't feel like kick it makes sense because the cat would probably be gone by then. <laughs> Anything with a hundred, nobody has that attention span for. I'm going to say twelve steps backwards. That is correct. Kind of redo. Gotcha. Cool. Mm-hmm. Huh. But you know, in Britain, black cats are actually a symbol of good luck, and tortoiseshell cats are lucky in Japan. While in China, the older and uglier a cat is, the luckier it is. What about so everybody? What are portal cats? Portal cats are always lucky. Always. Yeah. Unless it's and unless it's stomping your landlord, then you're in trouble. Or unless uh, <laughs> the portal cat actually transposes you or transfers you over to Bennigan's, then it's bad luck. Nobody wants <laughs> yeah. to go to Bennigan's. Is that a is that a restaurant? Yeah, it's a horrible restaurant yeah. here in the states. <laughs> uh, you know, I don't, I've never been. So I don't know. So portal it's cat. It's supposed to be like some kind of Bennigan's. Irish knockoff. Yeah, it's horrible. <laughs> yep. Hmm. Okay. Uh, which male, if made into a ring, will ward off bad luck? Whoa, whoa stop. What, what was the first? What, snails? Nails. Nails? Like, like you know, hammer nails? Hammer nails. Like okay. hammer nail. Well, we'll see. These nails, if made into a ring, will ward off bad luck. Okay. Is it toenails, horseshoe nails, Carpentry nails or nine-inch nails? Dan. Dan, go ahead. Horseshoe nails. That is correct. All right. All right. Rubbing two horseshoes together also brings good luck. And if you are hanging a horseshoe, you know, like above your door or whatever, you have to hang it like it's like it's for so you. Yeah. Right. Right, right, right. Damn your big silver brain, Dan. It's coming. It's coming for you. Where are we at on score now? We are at, uh, actually, Dan's got 18 and you've got 19. All right. So we are getting pretty flipping close. Okay. This common superstition is thought to have come from the ancient Celts who worshipped trees. The superstition is considered to prevent bad luck. Is it breaking branches, collecting old leaves, scraping the trunk, or knocking wood? Nick. Nick, go ahead. Okay, old leaves, sign of death, you collect them, you're giving them a resting place. I'm drunk, and I'm going with old leaves. That is incorrect. Enjoy your drink. I suck. <laughs> okay. Dan, what do you think? Um, can I? What are my three? Breaking branches, scraping the trunk, or knocking the wood. And this is all about warding off bad luck. Uh huh. I'm gonna say. Oh, I'm gonna say knocking on wood. Yes. <laughs> and I hadn't realized it, so I was already finished reading the question. I was like, oh, crap. They know the answer to this already. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's actually, uh, and you know, you're supposed to knock three times to ward off punishment for bragging. And some people just touch the wood, and some people are like, oh, well, evil spirits are afraid of the noise. Uh, there's always something with noise and evil spirits like to ward yeah. them off and yeah, they're I don't know. 
Anyway, um, we have a 30-second break coming up. So if anybody needs to replenish their drink, it is time for our 30-second break in the show that actually this time I think I'm going to play some of the Space Riders theme song. Great. And it's a tie game. Okay. There you go. All right. Yeah. And I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Hey guys. Oh, my gosh. That thing cracks me up so bad. Like, really? I wanted to hear how that ended. <laughs> That's actually from the trailer, because um, I had this lovely little program on my computer called Audacity, and it lets me you know, use whatever audio files I have and clip and cut and blah, blah, blah. Um, and, of course, the first couple minutes were... The phone call, the part of the phone call, I was like, well, we don't want to hear all of that. Why don't you just play with that? And Yeah. Uh, now, did you guys get somebody else to do your little theme song, or was that you guys? That or was, you, who who was, was it? Uh, that was Mark, the other space rider, and, uh, and a musician. So, like, he kind of had the themes, the, the songs in his head, and he went to this musician, and they worked together and made all those songs. That is really cool. Yeah. How come you and uh, Mark weren't tag teaming it tonight? I forgot to ask you if he was coming on the show. Because he's in L.A. and he just has a really busy schedule. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Right on, well, right on. you on a secret space writer business and you just can't tell. Exactly. Oh. That's right. Oh, see? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we are tie up. So, um... Ah, here we go. Um, I'm going to give you guys my favorite Macbeth. Whoa, whoa stop question. real quick. We're tied up at what? What's the what's the score? Nineteen. Mm-hmm. Okay. So two more and ah. Um of course this is one of my favorite, you know, Macbeth, whatever. The word Macbeth is believed to have a curse on it. And if someone says it in the theater, bad luck will befall them. Which of these is a way to ward off the bad luck if you say the cursed word? Is it you leave the theater, turn around three times, spit, and ask for permission to enter? Is it buy fresh flowers and place them on the stage, search the theater, find a green room and whistle in it, or kneel on the floor and pray for forgiveness in the middle of the theater? Damn. Dan, go ahead. I believe if you leave the theater, spit and ask permission to re-enter. That is correct. Oh. Yeah. That's so what you're supposed to do. I yeah. actually thought the first answer you said was the first three answers. <laughs> <laughs> it seems I can't like believe it, how it? complicated that was. 
Yeah, but it is. That's why that's why I remember it because someone once told me that a long time ago, and I said that's so stupid. I will never like yeah. even discuss this further. And yeah, it's really dumb. Well, here's what I want you to yeah. do, Dan. I want you to find that person on Facebook, get their phone number, and call them and thank them because this may have made the game. And nothing yeah, more true. important than beating me, the drunken ninja master of all knowledge. Well, you guys have one more, so it's okay. Uh, yeah, Macbeth is referred to as the Scottish play or the Bard's play when you're actually in the theater. Um, there are other ways to dispel a curse, like spitting and walking around the theater clockwise three times. You can uh, turn three times and recite from the Merchant of Venice. Um, but green rooms, whistling, and fresh flowers on the stage are all actually bad luck. So if you go to a theater and you're trying to impress somebody, don't put their flowers on the stage. Got you. Noted. I'm sure that'll come okay. handy for all my Macbeth and experiences. And possibly for the final point. Bite your tongue. You know, Dan has... Possibly. Because Dan has 20. Nick, you have 19. I am actually this? sitting here, just to let you guys know, playing with a Silver Space Rider voodoo doll. So Dan has no <laughs> this Friday the 13th. I mean, I just want to uh, Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Okay. This superstition is to prevent bad luck for the year ahead. What do you have to do before? Before the 12th night after Christmas, not the 12th day of Christmas, but the 12th night after Christmas, you're supposed to do this. Is it break three Christmas decorations, eat 12 mince pies, pack away the decorations in the tree, or put the holly and mistletoe in the garden? Nick. Nick, go ahead. Oh, I hope I didn't screw myself. I'm going to say D... Put the holly and the mistletoe in the garden. It seems like it signifies rebirth, the start of a new year, blah, blah, blah. Yes, yes. Am I right? That is incorrect. Enjoy your drink. Four, possibly, win. Dan, what do you think it is? Oh, I don't think it's eating 12 mince pies. That seems seems unreasonable. Um, I'm going to say... Put the Christmas decorations away. Mm. Oh. Is correct. Oh. You are supposed to put all of the Christmas tree, all the Christmas stuff away. Um, and if you eat 12 mince pies during Advent, then you're supposed to have good luck in addition to probably gaining Not Then I lose the game, but I lost an opportunity to be a supervillain in season two. This is <laughs> oh, oh. <Damn> <laughs> so you don't have an evil laugh. That you have to have an evil laugh. I have an evil laugh. <laughs> you don't have an evil laugh. I have an, I absolutely have an evil laugh. I've just never been evil okay. enough around you to display my evil laugh. Oh, see, yeah. yeah, see, no, then it doesn't work. So you have to have your evil laugh at will. I've always been evil laugh. Huh? Just trust me. I have an evil laugh. Just, I have. I've used it three <laughs> times in my life. <laughs> really? Three times? Yeah, the last time I used it, Circuit City closed down. 
I have it. Just sure. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, anyway, okay. Everybody needs to go find Space Riders on Hulu Absolutely. because it is brilliant. It's so funny. Oh, like, it just really. I, I and it's so funny because at first I was like, okay, like the first couple episodes, honestly, you know. I know me, and I know Nick. He'll watch any off-the-wall thing at least once. So the first couple episodes, I'm trying to think, okay, are they being serious, or is this <laughs> making fun of? And I was like, okay, the villain is dressed like a man, but it's a woman. Well, some of the shows are these little, like, indie web series shows, like Chad Vader. That I don't know if you've ever oh. seen that man where Darth Vader runs a grocery store or Darth Vader's <laughs> No, it's not Darth Vader. It's Darth Vader's brother. Uh, Darth Vader is so funny. That runs a <laughs> grocery store. That shows, and then that's like Squadron Nine. That weird like spy throwback show. Like those, like the little web series. Thing, like I go purposely on Hulu and try to find those weird shows, but they crack me up. They're so yeah, much better than mm-hmm. any mainstream thing. Was that the uh, was that the Australian one, Squadron Nine? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. that looks great. I want to see that. Oh, you've never seen it? That show is amazing. That would be right up your alley, man. I mean, that's yeah, great. you guys are really, kind of in that really same awesome. wheelhouse. Yeah. Cool. Oh yeah, funny, funny stuff. Um, All right, Dan, we're gonna yeah. have to have you back for a rematch, of course, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, give us well, a you know, he knows so much about us already. What else could he possibly <laughs> No, I want updates on all that. I want to find out what happened to algebra class. I want to find out where the light oh, is. I hate at. my algebra. Every day. Algebra sucks. That's what it is. But I've got like a B in this one, so I'm I'm doing okay. <laughs> That's not bad for somebody who's been out of, out of high school for that long. Like, Dan's going to get a post on his Facebook that's like, we just bought a hammock from Target, Dan. <laughs> what do you think about no, that? No, not from Where Target. We haven't been able to find one at Target. You know, a hammock is a darn hard thing to find. It is. Like, seriously? like clothes to try to find a hammock, and we couldn't. If you, if you yeah. can't get a hold of one, don't let it go. That's what they always say. It's bad luck to let go of a hammock once you find one. There you go. What yeah. is it bad luck at this point? So complicated. <laughs> I'm gonna, I, my goal all this week is to break every superstition there is to see what happens. I'm walking under ladders. I'm kicking black cats. I'm breaking mirrors. I'm I'm spitting on four leaf clovers. I'm doing whatever. I'm turning horseshoes upside down. I you am know, going to tempt fate. This sounds like the beginning of a Jim Carrey movie. Indeed, or uh-huh. or yeah. a, a lovable mishap character in season two of Space Riders. <laughs> Anyway. Okay. So oh my gosh, are we missing our show? No, we got twelve minutes till our show comes in. We're good. Okay. Um good. yeah, well we watch film on Fridays because we're oddballs who like political satire and things that are funny. Do you have anything you want to plug, Dan? Give us all your information, where we can find you. Do some shameless plugging here. Well, here's where it is, spaceriders.tv. That's the show uh, on Twitter, at spaceriders.tv. Those are the things. 
All righty, fair enough. I want to thank you for being on the show, Dan. This has been a most excellent moment in my life. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Super right, awesome. And cousin. we are going to leave everybody with uh, Space Riders. Great. Nice. Absolutely. All righty, guys. We'll um, check you Sunday on the show. On Sunday's show is called Facebook, Where Friendships Go to Die. It's open forum. Everybody call in with your complaints about Facebook and what it's done to our relationships. Absolutely. Have a good night, everybody. Bye.